Of the Down a Security Rabbit Hole podcast, a very special edition of Down a Security Rabbit Hole podcast. And uh, before I uh, jumped in too far, I wanted to—I uh, know a couple of you guys have asked because um, I've—I've hinted that I've started using a new platform to record, and uh, I want—I um, want to just let everybody know, and I, I suggest you check it out if you're thinking about uh, running your own podcast, if you're thinking about doing some recording. The uh, app is called Boomcaster, and it finally—you know how you guys were always annoyed that we had just crappy recordings, like, you know, uh, three people on, one person would always be lagging and all that. They've solved that. So the way they've solved that is everybody, it always records locally, um, 4K video, uh, HD audio, as long as your PC or, or Mac allows that, and then streams it all and saves it in separate streams. It's freaking awesome. Anyway, boomcaster.com, give it a shout. Tell them I sent you. Um, we've been using it for a bit, and it's awesome. But uh, this episode, James, this episode is... Uh, we're gonna do something a little different for you guys. A um, little bit, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I think I decided that it's we're, we're coming up on a decade of this show, and uh, over four hundred episodes that you and I have worked together on this, James. Um, and maybe it's just time to just go back and reflect. Just just chat them, talk amongst yourselves, and some coffee. <laughs> we'll talk. No big whoop. So coffee talk. Let's go do it. How you I was doing, gonna man? say. I'm doing good, man. You know, it's funny you think like 400. I'm looking at now at the website, right? 454 episodes released. And, uh, you know, when I joined back, it was March 25th of 2013 was my first episode as a newscast. So for me, just a little over eight years ago. And uh, it's amazing where we come. We got video. Yeah, we're doing video now. (laughs) And we were messing with like live stream stuff. Um, I got to figure out how to, how to do that and, and find like times when people actually want to, you know, tune in and stuff. But um, the video is actually pretty interesting. Uh, it, it clearly is a little bit more drained on my time because I got to sit here right. and actually edit this stuff. Um, but, you know, it's it's it's, it's fun. Um, don't give away fun. the secrets I, that we didn't edit before. You know, it was, <laughs> it was don't say anything bad. And, you know, just hopefully don't screw up so we don't have to edit this. <laughs> you know, there's been a couple of episodes. I, in the beginning, I used to go through and edit all the ums and ahs and uh and er, and then realize that I spent about an hour and a half just editing those things in, in, in a single stream. Right. And now when you've got multiple pieces of audio uh i just don't feel like doing that i mean i yeah. I, I haven't that's too much to it's not as real well yeah it's not as real you know you we want to be natural i mean you know should we create an algorithm that would take likes out like that would be awesome like you know, you know what, what i mean you know if we did that in modern speech uh yeah i think I most think discussions lose. would be similar to a baseball game you know what i mean take take out all the extra stuff and just do the pitches yeah and you know like that three hour baseball game is really like a minute and a half worth of baseball. Seriously. 
same thing with our uh, presentations. You got a 60 minute slot, but you only need 10 minutes because we're gonna pull the likes out. Right, <laughs> I know I'm right. not gonna get likes for this, but this. <laughs> look, we're not here to. We, I think it's I think it's fair to say that we've been we've been fairly truthfully uh, talking for quite a bit, man. I think I stopped doing that somewhere even before. I think you be, you j- jumped on board, uh, and we used to have the alternating like newscast. Yes, uh, we talked about news, and then we had a guest, uh, and that was fun. But like talking about the news is exhausting. Uh, first off, and second off, uh, there's already plenty of shows that do that, and like Security Weekly and those guys literally do that all the like that's right. their show. So I, there's no sense in duplicating it. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I like the idea of doing the newscast just because I think there's stuff you can take from it. And, you know what I mean? And yeah. unfortunately, I think over the years, most of the people that do newscasts on the news is, I don't know, it's, it's the typical historical security review, right? Like you screwed up. I'm a Monday morning quarterback and you could have done all this stuff better. And, and let's point all the wrong things versus being able to take that story and spinning it into in, a different pattern. To be able to right. say, hey, this is what happened. What can you go out and do to try to help make sure that you don't do this or fall right. victim to this? You know, and nobody really does that. It's more of a, hey, let's point out and, you know, laugh at that guy for screwing up. You know, I think that's a I took a hard stance against this whole victim shaming, victim blaming thing uh, ages ago. I, I, I still I still believe that I don't I don't say I'm not going to go back to it. Uh, I'm not going to go back on that. People get breached. Crap happens. Uh, it, it gets, you know, it gets real for everybody. And and those that believe that you're somehow special because you've done more more of the security things, uh, I, I challenge you to go try. Uh, look at your logs sometimes. Um, and no, there's no <laughs> impervious. You know, it's funny. People are like, how did you get this thing started? And there was a the entire catalyst for this whole thing was a conversation. It was the hashtag sec s e c b i z. I can't remember who I started this conversation with, but somebody, the original, like if you're really thinking about this, and if you've been with us uh, the entire time, then you may even remember the the the, the conversation. Uh, I think it was over maybe Memorial Day or Labor Day. It was one of the long, I think it was Memorial Day. Uh, going into Memorial Day on a Friday, we were ending, somebody asked a question or there somehow we got into this, like, would you rather have a security lead that is, uh, came down from the came over from the business or up from the technical ranks, and then this this debate started. And I remember saying, you know, this would be great. We should just record this and post this. And um, and there were so many good podcasts at the time: Security Justice, um, you know, uh, uh, Exotic Liability, and those. But a lot of those you really couldn't listen to at the office, right? Um, so I thought, you know. Maybe there's an opportunity here. Uh, let's let's be office friendly. Let's provide some some value beyond just the cathartic conversation about how broken everything is and how screwed we are. Uh, which, by the way, is still useful as therapy. But um, I, you know, I, I think that's where the the original genesis of this was. And then we just started recording. And I thought, hey, this is kind of fun. And then I, frankly, I've been using it as an excuse to go talk to some interesting people that wouldn't talk right. to me otherwise, right? Yeah, like, we had Dan Gear on the show. I, we had the Right Honorable Baroness Neville Jones, who was uh, David Cameron's cyber czar. Which, by the way, someday uh, I, w- I wish there was video. Of this it was at ISSA International. I can't remember which one it was, but she gave a keynote, 
And she comes off stage and, you know, me being who I am, I'm like, I'm just going to go say hello. And I go to stick my hand out. And as my hand comes out, I realize there's, you know, guys in black suits that are looking like they're about to draw a gun on me. It's like, oh, hello. No, <laughs> no, no. That's not what's happening right now. And then, um, you know, I got a room. Uh, they, they set up for me. She agreed to be on the show to talk, you know, security things and, and policy and such. It was a really good episode. Go back and um, – I have to go look this up. Um, what episode was that? Let's see. Uh, yeah, the search isn't that great out there. <laughs> so it it's not even it, there's it's an it's one of our many unnumbered episodes, but it is uh, October twenty sixth of twenty thirteen is a uh, feature cast uh, the right honorable Barris Neville Jones on cybersecurity uh, the episode where um, the white rabbit almost became uh, shot. Um, but it was it's but like <laughs> stuff like that where you just get to talk to some awesome, I know. awesome people, well, right? Not even just uh, just the awesome people, but you know, because I was thinking of like when we went to Enfuse back in 2017. Yeah. You know, we got to talk to Teresa Payton and um, yeah, you know, lots of cool people there. Um, you know, yeah, it's been amazing. And what was it? Just recently, we talked to. Uh, well, I think we had on like, uh, the attorney general at some point, like way, way, way back, but yes, who, who did yeah, we just have yeah, recently yeah, yeah, yeah. that's in a similar type of role, like leads like cyber. Oh, I forget what Hold that on. was. I'm going to look this up. Um, sh- she was the Nevada, uh, state's attorney. Um, man, I'm going to figure this out. Um, dum dum dum. Yeah, I'll figure this out. It was definitely in the like the oh, we low this... hundreds, maybe. Ah, uh, who was it? Lonnie Price. Remember Lonnie Price? State Lon- Department Lon- was recently though. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was an awesome show. Yeah, that was recent. So many things I wish we could have asked on that in that episode, but I know yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, there's 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 lots of those. Well, you know what's funny? Um, I just realized I looked up cyber insurance because uh, we we uh, by the time you guys are listening to this, uh, the the episode with Sean Tuma and um, Sean, uh, oh hell, oh, the other Sean, no, the uh, other Sean, it. the Sean that spells his name right, I think is what he right. said. <laughs> That's uh, we we had just we just you know we, this is now posted, but the the first episode we did on cyber insurance is one seventy two. The truth on cyber insurance. So, December seventh, twenty fifteen, we were talking cyber insurance. Okay, yeah. I feel like I want to say like you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was interesting. You know, when we we're getting ready to do this, I uh, you know I started going back looking through a bunch of the episodes, and uh, you know, minus the fact that it took me ten minutes to be able to scroll down to the bottom to get back to the first right. couple episodes. It was interesting seeing things that are still hot topics today. You talk about threat management, uh, threat and vulnerability management, right? Which we start. We had an episode, um, you know, way back one fourteen, which was two thousand fourteen, uh, talking about threat and vulnerability management. Uh, yeah, you know, also talking about like supply chain. Oh, right, executive order on supply chain. <laughs> if only, if only there was a podcast that had warned you about some of this. Yeah, uh, episode seventy four <laughs> back in two thousand fourteen with Chris Weisopel. We talked about supply chain, uh, some of that right, stuff. Right, software I mean, security supply chain. Yes, like it was. <laughs> I found I found the episode. So uh, it's called a U.S. Attorney's Perspective on Cybercrime. It's episode sixty four. It's from October twentieth, twenty thirteen. 
Um, Sabrina uh, Fev, uh, Fev, I think is how you pronounce her name, F-E-V-E. So she was the assistant U.S. attorney, AUSA, for Southern District of California, specializing in hacking and cybercrime. That was an awesome one. If you guys have not listened to that one, dig back in. It's number 64. That one's awesome. I still remember that one. We're going to have to go through this and listen back and pull all these references to so you can put them in the show notes nobody reads. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> this drives me crazy. Listen, I, I – I, I, I felt it relevant at when I started thinking about this to put together like the bullet points and high level things of each show. So you can go find like, Oh, I heard this topic. Once. Oh yeah. And, and maybe that's the only reason you guys, I, I know some of you guys read show notes cause, cause the, uh, the, the, the website does get hits and uh, itself directly. And some of these pages get a bunch. And so um, it, it's, it's very interesting how, uh, you know, how, how some of this trends, but um, man, there's so many uh, episode 182 Apple versus the FBI. Remember that? Yep. Yep. It's been yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's been some really interesting cases that we've seen kind of flow through over the past years. Um, you know, thinking even back, like you had that. You had. I was just thinking the other day about the St. Jude case that was going on, right? With the yeah, with muddy waters and all that stuff, and, and yeah, everything that was around that. Just crazy stuff that's happened. James, what do you think the first time we talked to our pal Sean Tuma was? I'm going to go with, well, when did you say cyber insurance was? 2015? Yeah. 2014 then. 13. Ah, 13. February 5th, 2013. <laughs> and if I if I simply look up his last name, all right, if I look up Tuma, assuming we haven't like forgotten to put him in show notes, one, including the most recent episode 454, one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Tuma, you've been on twenty episodes. I feel like you need an executive producer credit at this point. Yeah, I don't know why he's not. We, we I feel like we're missing him on the screen right now because. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, Sean, you should be here, buddy. Get your butt back here. This but, is why um, he's listed as friends of the show on the page. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so let's see, let, I, let's see, what was that? episode 100? I started doing this stuff like episode 100, um, was with uh, a guy you may have all heard have heard of, uh, he is, he's the one and only legendary Dan gear. Uh, that was a, a fantastic episode. It's kind of funny. I've ca- I caught up with him a couple of years ago, uh, at a, uh, at a conference. So I think I actually ran into him at maybe black hat or something. Yeah, it was a black, it was a black hat. It, we were, he was going to a party with, uh, with somebody and I said, Hey, you know, if you, we got to get you back on the show at some point, I said, I'm just kind of curious. What do you think has changed? He looked at me and goes, I've gotten older. And uh, like, that's stuck with me, you know, like what's changed in, in God knows what, you know, 10 years or something. Yeah. Um, not eight years. And, and so he was on episode 100 in 2014. So maybe six, seven years later, you know, what's changed? Gotten old, nothing, basically nothing. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I would disagree with that, though. I think there's a lot that's changed, especially. I mean, I focus on the AppSec side. I think a lot's changed. You know, we look back, uh, you know, we talked about in 2018. That wasn't even that long ago. Right. Because we didn't actually start talking about software security for a long time. I think maybe 2015, we had software security reloaded uh, when we talked about uh, 150. It was episode 154. But in 2018, we're talking testing security in, 
you know, and how the, the main Still. focus of software security is we do pen testing, like we test for it. And I, don't yeah. know, I think we've seen a lot of change in that. You know, you've seen a lot of organizations that have really embraced security from an application security side that are doing much more than just testing security in. So I think from there, we've made a lot of lot of gains, you know, in the yeah. other areas. I feel like, yeah, we're still kind of spinning the wheel. <laughs> yeah, in, in a lot of cases, yep. I mean, we talked we talked industrial control systems back in 2013, and it's kind of now swinging around to be, oh, wait, this is a problem. <laughs> right. Hey, right? You know, know, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, 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 we, we, I feel like we, we, we ended up, I don't want to say pioneering, but we did tackle some of these topics ages ago that were i always thought like oh man we're so you know the industry is so far behind and almost 10 years later you go yeah we're still kind of there um (laughs) funny enough one of my favorite guests uh in terms of the personality and and uh lightly relevant to cyber is a guy named tom nichols if you've not seen episode 234 or 400 tom is absolutely uh, uh radio free tom on twitter um he wrote the book of the death of expertise. If you guys haven't read the book, do yourself a favor and go read it. Um, hit him up on Twitter. He uh, radio free Tom. Tom is awesome. Uh, he is one of those people that is an actual expert on, you know, he's, he teaches Naval war college an expert on Russian affairs and did some time as a clerk, I think in the, or somebody, you know, it was like something in the, in the Senate eight or something like that. And he goes, you know, there's nothing quite like somebody going, oh, you're, you're an expert on, on, on Russian affairs. Well, let me tell you what I think. And he's like, it's surreal. And and I had to have him on the show because, well, for two reasons. One, the first time we had him, it was on national security issues, right? So we were talking about that in 2017 when NATSEC suddenly became like the thing to go uh, talk about. But uh, The Death of Expertise was a book that I went through and I was like, I'm thinking to myself, this, this is cyber. Like this is the world we live in. Every <laughs> talking head always knows. And, and you know, I'm sorry to dredge up an old, an old issue that's potentially painful for people. But like when that airplane disappeared, right? Was it MH370 or whatever? Right. Um, suddenly anybody that's ever seen an airplane or, you know, or, or taken a flight was like, I know what happened. It's got to be bleh. <laughs> and, and you just sort of go, did we run out of actual experts? Did they have that guy or that gal or you know, whatever. And, um, yeah, it's, it, that's a good one. I, I, I really, really enjoyed some of these. Um, I don't know, man, it, it's, it's kind of cool. I look at like the, yeah, on the right sidebar, I've got the archives and like 2011, it's funny. We started doing this, um, and it was, ir- we published irregularly. I tried to get things out semi-regularly, but you know, it's tough. Uh, yeah. and, and, and now we've got a really, we've had a pretty good cadence. Um, episode 19 i gotta tell you is one of one of those that you're like why is this even in this series bob arno uh he was known as the word i sorry bob i'm sure you're still i gotta go check but pretty sure you're still around so it's not that you were you are he was the world's foremost legal pickpocket okay it was such an interesting episode i had him uh on the show because at some point he did a uh he did a a i think it was at hp at the time yeah i was with hp and he did some, you know, a talk at some place. I was like, I have to get this dude on. He was cool as hell. Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. There's a little bit of security in there, but there's a lot of just like really cool. I wish I wish I would have had video back then, right? Because um, Bob was Bob was awesome. 
Oh, yeah, man. It would have been nice having the video earlier, you know, like getting that going, but the audio has been good. It's good, you know, yeah. for people that are just listening in the car on their their uh, trip into work. Not many people doing that these days, but now the video takes over, right? <laughs> well, you know, I think um, I think we've got, it's funny, you know, when COVID really hit, the lockdown hit, uh, I was talking to James Azar uh, yesterday and we were just sort of chatting about, you know, podcasts and, and how, you know, the audience and all that. And I, and I mentioned him like, man, you know, the audience really took a, a bit of a, uh, like a 20, 20 some odd percent hit right around lockdown. And, and, and it makes sense, right? Cause a lot of you guys listen on your drive in, uh, as you, you know, wait in the line to TSA, um, you know, on, on that flight or, you know, whatever on the train ride or commute or whatever, and, or at your desks. And when that go went away, uh, the time to go do that. And, and we appreciate you guys that, you know, you go, you, you RSS and, and listen to this. Uh, but it's, it's been really interesting. I, I tell you, um, I think we, we tried doing the ad thing once. Uh, I, I wasn't a fan, but I wanted to see if it would, it would work. And I, I think we did it once, uh, and, and kind of half-heartedly, um, still not a fan, right? We probably will never do it again, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, this isn't a thing. Somebody asked me a while back, like, oh, so they, you know, you're gonna, how do you make money on this? I'm like, I, I like this is I never thought about it that way. This is just an educational uh, Todd's gonna slap me, but infotaining um, thing. Um, and, and Todd, by the way, uh, is the guy whose voice you hear doing the voiceover part at the beginning and, and at the end. Um, Todd, Todd's good people and, and, and that's been uh, Todd's got one of those voices in a world where Todd yeah. does the voiceovers. But uh, that's been a cool. I, I, we've kept. I can't remember when, um, how long this, this song has been, our, our intro song has been, but I can't tell you how many times I've gotten asked about it. It's, it's, uh, uh deep down by, um, uh, uh, Gabriel and Dresden featuring winter kills. Um, and actually at one point, um, I tweeted Josh Gabriel's like, Hey, uh, I'm using your track that I bought and, you know, cause you can use it to mix into other, to music. It's like right. I, I'm using it as an intro for the podcast, and he's and uh, I I I saved the tweet. I, I like screenshot it, and he's like, "Hey, love it. Keep you know, love love the show." I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> one of my, one of my favorite uh, artists is like you know is excited I, or pretended to be. I don't care. I, right. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, it really doesn't matter, does it? Right. Exactly. Whether he's excited for it or not, doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think one of the nice things I like about the show is the fact that, you know, you can go out to the page. There's no like ads popping up everywhere there. You know what I mean? There's none of that stuff that's happening where you go to other sites, you know, and you got to click through this and click through that. It's a huge ordeal to be able to see stuff. I mean, I hate news sites that are like that, you know, and the worst is you get those news sites that have those expanding banners at the top. Yes. So you get to the page, you scroll down, you're about to click on the headline, and then that banner scrolls with you, and everything goes down, and you click on something, and you're like, what? like I clicked on an ad, dang it, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. nice not having that type of stuff or having to listen through it or you know anything like that. So we had um, a really good episode a while back, and I know this has been a recurring topic. I've had Ann Johnson on the show. By the way, Ann's awesome. Uh, I'm trying to get her back on. 
Um, we've had her on the show talking about this topic of like burning out and, and uh, Don Ray Hutchinson was on talking about the same thing recently, but episode 306, um, uh, Brittany Hammerstein joined me uh, to talk about balancing family and career. Cause that's a, that was a good one. And I feel like uh, J- July, 2018 was, we weren't quite full scale, uh, you know, burnout. Oh, we were getting there. Uh, and some people were, but I, I feel like it wasn't a huge topic. So we, we started, we, we talked through that. That's, that's a great episode that I think, um, um, you know, I, I think is worthwhile just to hear the perspective again. I, I do. I am one of those weird people that every once in a while, I'll just go back and just pick a random, I'll go down that archives column, pick a random date, pick a random month and just scroll and hit an episode. And just to, like I, I'm one of those people. I hate the sound of my own voice, but I'll struggle through it just because I want to listen to some of that cool content that we had. Because uh, some of this stuff really is actually actually pretty good. I'm pretty excited. That would, be, pretty good. Yeah, that would be a good one to pull up, or you know, like do again now after all the work from home and all that. You know, like balance life and and work. Yeah, and just see, you know, like how have things changed? Did it make things worse? Did it make things better? I mean, people are home now, right? Working all the time. But yeah. they're with their family all the time. Uh, you know, how's that really affected things? Because, I mean, you can yeah. assume that it's going to affect it in a negative way. Like, oh, now I got too much family. <laughs> right. Or, you know, it's all work and no play. Or I can't work I because work. I have family around. Yeah, you know, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see kind of a difference after coming through something like this. You know, wh- what that had for an effect on burnout and uh, that, like, work family balance that people are looking for uh do you remember we skipped an episode at some point do you remember what episode it was no i want to say it was like 250 or something we were supposed to do an we were supposed to do an episode just like this at one point and we just skipped it we went we went right <laughs> over and we there was the, the actual number episode doesn't exist I, I i i want to say it was like in the 200 250 maybe not because i'm not, have not a, scrolling yeah we have a 250 Maybe not then. Uh, 150? We need something that would actually show us. Yeah, we need a list of all these. It's too hard yeah, to scroll If only down. there was a list. <laughs> if, if only. Could hey, you get on um, that? By the way, if, if, uh, if you're listening and you listen for that executive perspective, uh, Jason Witte was a phenomenal guest, if you have not listened to his episode i think he was jason don't get me don't don't get mad at me because i don't remember uh, i want to say two ye, no not 200 uh, maybe 200 let me see i'm scrolling here scrolling scrolling it's a Accessing. lot of scrolling with 454 Accessing. episodes on there Accessing. no that wasn't 200 it was God, it was something like that maybe 150 i don't know it was it was a, it was a big number um it was, it was a big number episode like a like a a, a big number they were trying to get uh, um, anyway. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you in a second, but it, it was one of it was a it was a really good, really really good one. One ninety six. Okay, I thought that was maybe not. I thought it was two hundred. One ninety six. Um, that one. Uh, if you ever wonder what the CISO's job is, according to Jason, it's to keep the board from being surprised. Uh, and I I love I love that quote because it's so true in security right it's not to keep the company safe or secure because duh that's in the title what are you actually there to do right um, it's it's to keep surprises from showing up and it, that's a it's a kind of a stark 
40, almost 44 minute romp through what some of this stuff is, what it means at the executive level. And, uh, you know, if you've ever wondered like, oh, you know, uh, what did the, uh, how did that person do in their career? Well, you know, go look him up on, on, on LinkedIn. Uh, he's, he's, he's kind of doing all right. Um, as the, uh, you know, CISO to one of the largest global banks ever. Um, the guy knows what he's talking about. He was a great interview. Uh, he was fun. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad we've kept this format, James, where it's just like, um, cause I get, you know, people, uh, we, we snag sometimes, uh, we right. get them on the show and, and their PR people are like, okay, give me the questions you want to ask and what the answer, what right. the answers you're looking for. I'm like, I just want to say hi and see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, and, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, I don't, you know, we don't really talk about how we prep for shows and, or how we don't prep for shows. Because <laughs> you generally don't. Because we, we don't. You know, it's interesting. I've, and I've, you know, I've gone back and forth through the years about this idea. I mean, should we have a prep sheet? I feel like there should be some, but we don't, you know, it's like, all right, we're just going to talk about what, what topic do you want to talk about? And let's just go. You know, there's nothing scripted. There is nothing, anything like that. It's just natural flowing Let's let's hit a topic. And you know, it's funny is how many times have we gotten on a show where you're like, okay, the topic's going to be this, and then we don't cover anything like that. Right. <laughs> you know? 18 seconds later, like, I have a better idea. We're gonna talk about AppSec, and then uh, what was it when we had uh, Jerry McGraw on recently? I feel like there was a whole different route that that conversation was oh, supposed yeah, to yeah, go. Gary, Gary went, Gary went straight out into AI. Yeah. And then we, uh, we, we were like, you know, oh, let's talk about Gary. Let's talk about the, the, the path we've taken in, in AppSec. And he's like, yeah, that sucked. But so AI now. Yeah. Let's talk about, about AI. putting duct tape on stop signs. So the cars can't read them. I was like, <laughs> right. yeah, that, that also I'm now very, very worried about self-driving anything. Um, but you know, it's, well, it's great because it turns into that was a fantastic conversation. I really enjoyed that conversation. You know, it's a topic that we don't really dabble in that much, or at least I don't dabble in that much. So, yeah. you know, to get that perspective, even though we went in like, oh, we're going to talk about AppSec, you know, it's all this and all this stuff about how insecure this stuff is. And like, well, this is amazing. You know, and it, it's like finding that diamond in the rough piece where yeah. you're, you're thinking, oh, we're going to go this route. I never thought I'd go that route. And boom, you're like, wow, I wish I'd thought about that because this was a fantastic conversation. <laughs> and that, I think that's the best part of the way that we, uh, like we, I, I, you know, I try to develop, you know, look at somebody's um, persona or look at who they are, what they've, re- what they've researched, what they've published, what they, what they say, what they talk about or what they're known for. And I, and I use that as a starting point. Uh, and I think the fact that we're, we are, we're, we're more Larry King and less like interview, right? We're not a news interview where we're trying to. Right. All right. Tell me about this thing. Okay. Next question. Tell me about this thing. It's like, that's not what this is. This is, you know, I, I try to run this thing like a late night talk show where you just, you, you just get on and, and we chat. It's fun. Right. Um, I got to tell you one of the more interesting episodes that I've referenced probably a dozen times and it's happening more lately. Um, the episode is called the ethics of cybersecurity is a panel uh, of, of roughly unnamed people. Um, You'll recognize their voices, but I, you know, I didn't name them out, call them out for a reason. But um, episode three two two, that's back from November fifteenth, twenty eighteen. I feel like that was a lifetime ago, but that one was so good because we talked about. Let me read this: 
moral relativism applied to cyber, uh, law versus ethics. Uh, hey, here's an interesting one. Hacking back, right? Suddenly when that, when that was first, you know, privateering, uh, essentially when that started, uh, started gaining traction. And of course, because, you know, we haven't learned, uh, we're back to that. Yay. I think <laughs> yikes. More it all like comes it. around, man. It, it, you know, it, it's, it's like the size around. of headphones. <laughs> it all comes around. We go from giant head. Well, we go from the boom box on the shoulder to big headphones down to little teeny AirPods. And now we're back up to big. Yeah. It won't be long. We'll have the boom box on the shoulder again. Like that's where that's where we're headed. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how we got there, but that's an interesting that's an interesting prediction. You heard it here first. James, we're going, we're we're going, going back to the uh, boombox on the shoulder. We're going back. Same thing, though, with the topics that we have here. We, we went around and now it's, it's swinging back in full force. That's one of those that I, never goes away. I remember yeah. I was going through and this was years ago, probably around that same time. I was actually going through the FBI Citizens Academy and uh, some people in there with us actually asked the FBI people, you know, like, hey, what about hacking back? What do you think about that? They were pretty against it. Um. <laughs> as as anybody sane should be. Yes. <laughs> they were like, no. <laughs> yeah. Please don't go randomly shooting, uh, you know, back virtually, of course, uh, at things that you think are attacking you. Like there's there's a very small number of government uh, employees that are that, that are qualified and have enough intelligence, and, and, and I use that term as a uh, you know, not like smarts, but like actual you know intelligence data yeah. to do that accurately without causing major catastrophes. Uh, and, and very and, and even fewer companies that are you know in that in that know uh, private citizens doing so is let me state is an unequivocally idiotic idea. Um, <laughs> although. Right Let's be clear, James. The government has has got the monopoly on idiotic ideas lately, and we are just like this. Your show is just starting to roll. Yeah, right? <laughs> there's no doubt there. Wait, are you telling me though that the hackers they're not hacking from their box from their own IP address? Right, that right. They can... they're sitting. <laughs> what? Get out of here! <laughs> yes, that's exactly what's happening. Wink. Right. Wink. It reminds me that that conversation we had with the State Department, the State Department guy. Uh, the one we, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Memory talked about. I think it was him talking about sending letters. You know, and they're like, oh, they, it used to be they would send it in the mail, and if you got really lucky, they'd put the return address on it. Like, I think that's what people think is happening when it's like hack back. Okay, great, we'll hack back. Oh, they, they sent me their IP address. That must be the person. <laughs> well, because you know. Uh, duh, must be. Yeah, I it didn't. I didn't drive be. to the next town over to drop it in that mailbox. I put it in my own mailbox and sent right. it out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right, the guy that that uh, you know, the guy that was sending anthrax is clearly doing it from his own mailbox because you know what? But some people really are that stupid. So let's not let's not go ahead. It's let's true. Not discredit the the amount of stupidity out there um, because bad guys aren't like necessarily don't have the monopoly on being cr- criminal masterminds, right? Like I think there's a. I think that there's a little bit of Dr. Evil out going on out there. Probably for every for every uh, you know, actual criminal mastermind, there's there's a couple of Dr. Evils running around. Going, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, it's so. funny. You know, we talked about 2016 when we think currently ransomware being a huge thing. Back in 2016, <laughs> we talked about ransomware economy. And what was that? What, what's a, what's the date on that one? 
Uh, I don't remember the exact date. The episode was 208. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's just interesting. I mean, five years ago about we were talking about the economy of ransomware and how these gangs are built up. And you know, it's not just one person sitting there writing this stuff. I mean, it's a whole corporation doing this. And here we are. <laughs> ransomware is still a thing. And, you know, we're maybe going to write a lot outlawed or something. I don't know. I thought it was already outlawed. I'm not sure. I don't know. It, it, there's, there's so many good conversations yet to be had. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, uh, I'm experimenting uh, with this, the platform I use now, I was talking to Azar and, and he's got, he's going somewhere else with it. I, I may end up moving it. Uh, so hopefully the RSS comes with me. <laughs> Which, <laughs> let's not blow things up. Um, because, uh, you know, suddenly we're down to one listener. Like, oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yikes. But uh, yeah, we'll see, man. I, this is this has been it's been it's been fun reminiscing. And I, as we as we post this, um, I'm looking forward to 500. And God only knows what we're going to get into in the next 50, yeah. next 100. I don't know. How long do you think we can keep this up, man? <laughs> as long as the Internet exists, you know? <laughs> As long as I've got lo- lo- air left in these lungs, I that's, shall do it. That's now, right. I, mean, look, I don't see it going anywhere. You, you know, I mean, yeah. like I said, I mean, I look at these topics from 2013. They're the same topics we're talking about now, maybe with a little bit different spin on them. But, yeah. you know, there, there's lessons to be learned still, whether it was back then, whether it's now. You know, things are changing as far as laws being created or executive orders being thrown out there to fix the world. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's stuff happening. Question is, is it in the right path? Is it in the wrong path? You know, that's yet to be seen. But it's definitely interesting to see how things are changing within corporate environments. You know, we t- I didn't write it down, but, you know, zero trust we listed out years ago talking about. Now it's the new, oh, everything's zero trust, you know, and you still have just like, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I said it in the last episode, so I'm not going to say it in this one. But we've got some ops groups yeah, out thank there you. thank you and thank uh, you. I, I didn't want to have to cut your mic again <laughs> we got some ops groups out there right like we got this stuff that's out there and it's like uh you know i mean what what do we really got going on here so you know there's a lot of stuff that is changing you know i mean is sql injection fully gone no do people still breach firewalls yes <laughs> but are the tactics changing a little bit of course, they maybe. Have. Are we getting better at defense? I think there's a lot of people that would say no, but I think we are. You know, I think I mean, we're getting better. I just think the criminals are also getting better. So, right. You know, well, that's the thing. The right? I mean, as continues as we're improving, they change their tactics. This is how it works. It's worked with bank robberies. It's worked with everything. You start adding controls, they start breaking those controls. Like that's it's the uh, cat and mouse game that we know we're going to be playing. So I don't know. It, we're not done yet. Not All right, yet. that's a good place to end it, man. I'm gonna. Run, I don't want to keep people too long, but thanks for listening, you guys. Thanks for listening to all these episodes, uh, subscribing and and retweeting and and leaving us comments and sharing with your friends. Um, I, you know, I don't do ads. I don't. We don't try to do any kind of marketing for this. Although I might start because I'd like to reach a bigger audience. Um, but feel free to you know share with your coworkers, your family, your friends. Uh, you know, annoying annoy people on the bus. Uh, pull out that boombox, crank it up make them listen to my, our voices. It'd be funny. Um, 
But anyway, it's been good, James. Let's, uh, let's, let's do it. Let's, hey, let's do it again. And and just remember, we're experts. <laughs> <laughs> just that kidding. is a noteworthy place to end this podcast. <laughs> Trust us, we're experts. That's right. <laughs> if you didn't, if you're not watching the video, I air quoted that for you. Yeah. As as we're all experts. That's right. And on that note, thanks for listening, James. Always a pleasure. Good. Uh, we'll see you. Uh, we'll do this again. Yeah, you bet. Another 500. Another five. Here's another. Yeah, right. Woo, boy. Thanks for listening, you guys. We'll catch you guys another time, another place, on another Down the Security Rabbit Hole podcast where we will try to do this all over again. Take care. Bye-bye. As we fade out on another Down the Security Rabbit Hole episode, we'd like to encourage you to chat with our hosts and guests using the Twitter hashtag pound DTSR. Please check out the show notes, catch up on any episodes you may have missed, and subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. Our website is whiterabbit.net, W-H-1-T-3-R-A-B-B-I-T.net. So on behalf of Rafal, James, for now it's goodbye. We'll see you soon on another Down the Security Rabbit Hole podcast. Podcast.